haters, cultivators. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Collab Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about Master of the Cold. Master of the Cold. That's what it's called. I'm Roy, a.k.a. Winchud. <laughs> you know it, you love it. And I'm Fallon, a.k.a. Jujua Liker 1995. They have you, logged on. You also know and love it. You, we also know and love it. It's, it's a known fact here on this podcast that I do enjoy... Jiang Wanyin the most. All probably. my homies love Jiang Wanyin. All my homies love Jiang Wanyin. Sec leader rude boy Sandu Shengshou Jiang Wanyin. Let's not forget that that is his entire name. Sec leader rude boy Sandu Shengshou Jiang Wanyin. That's his name. That's his whole ass name. Folks! Legally. We had some Q episodes. We had a couple Q episodes, <laughs> y'all, and they were really cute. They were really cute. We had one where Wei Wushan, um destroyed the environment by being bad at poetry. <laughs> yeah, and I really it was it was an adaptation of a chapter. Well, a little a little snippet. Yeah, I should say from the novel that we've gone over recently actually mm-hmm. in about a much the flower context. demon yeah. in a very different context about the flower demon and how like he went to tell tell her poetry and he annoyed her so much that she she finally showed her face to him just to kick his ass basically yeah. love that <laughs> he deserves God, it icon shit and then tentacle Song. Santical Song. there was a little bit of teratophilia in there <laughs> just a I'm not bit. gonna lie there was Scotia. a touch a touch of teratophilia <laughs> Uh, sorry. Of. Oh, here we are getting closer to the mic. Hello. <laughs> we're in it now. Here we are getting oh, closer to the mic. We're really in it now, Ariana. <laughs> and then we had one from this past week called Fixing Up a Quarrel. Fixing, fixing Up a Quarrel. The timing couldn't be better. This is why we had to take two weeks on this episode. Yeah. It's because we had to wait for this episode to come out. It was. That's a con- what I'm telling the public. Yep, that's it. Uh, it wasn't that Fallon's work and... Uh, Hoping someone who needed it schedule was a little little weird. Yeah, last week it's not like it was a lot. Yeah, it has nothing to do with me also having depression. The whole depressy thing also has an element, possibly in it. Um, the point is, it was really good. It was basically a condensed <laughs> vignette of Zhang Fengmian and Yu Ziyan's entire relationship. It was some fucking sitcom-ass bullshit. It's uh, Wei Wushan and Zhang Cheng and Zhang Yanli doing some sitcom hijinks to try to patch up a little spat that they had. And they keep giving Madame Yu all of these presents and they keep hurting her physically. Yeah, their gag, their gag presents, essentially. That's the bit. That's the bit. It's physical humor. yeah. The first one, they get her a pretty robe and she trips on it, and it's the sa- it's very similar to the robe that she wears in the Untamed, mm. which is a cool, fun flashback or flash thing. Not flashback. This chapter is a flashback, but I'm going yeah, throwback, throwback. A call, a callback, callback. That's there what it, it is. is. We got there, folks. I've been <sighs> napping, but <laughs> she she been fucking napping. She's been fucking napping, as it turns out, as it happens. But then they get her some makeup and it makes her break out. And then they get her some flowers, and it makes bees happen. They shake the tree, and the bees come out. The wasps come out. And they're angry, and they all have anime eyes as well. They're all- All of the bees are chibi! All of the bees are chibi as well. Folks, the big bee from the knee sect has wandered over to Yunmung. 
And, and brought all of his boys. Yeah, all of his friends are there. They're fucking shit up at the Jong sect now. Lotus Pier is just inundated. Just inundated with them. Just fucked with bees. And the flowers just did not really help not attract the bees. No. And for some reason, they were already angry when they came in. So probably, maybe, probably because they saw Jung Fungmion coming back because he comes back right in time to get yelled at. That's true. Guess who just got yelled at? <laughs> <laughs> they could sense the energy in the room. And oh, yeah. They really, that, here's the thing. Here's the I don't thing. know if you knew this, but bees are very sensitive to vibes. That's, that's, it's true. If they sense that you have a fucked up vibe, they will fuck you up. They will fucking kill you, and that's why they buzz. You gotta it's because have, they're detecting vibes. You gotta have the right kind of vibe for a bee not to fuck with you. Sorry to be an entomologist. And you also don't just, just don't fuck with bees. You don't do that. Like, I know you're scared of them, but... Be nice to bees, they're just fat. Yeah, they're really fat. Yeah, they're just fat. It's good. They're trying to pollinate stuff. I'm trying to get my pollen on. They're fuck trying you to want. fuck some flowers, man. <laughs> Hell you want. Let me jerk into this flower. Let, let me, me hit it once. Let me hit it once. And then, <laughs> let me bump and let dump. Let me hit it once for my queen. <laughs> let me bump and dump. Let me bump, dump. Pick some up. <laughs> drop it back down. And I don't see nothing wrong with a little buzz and grind. Absolutely not. Um... <laughs> We read a chapter. We did read a today. chapter. We read a chapter. We read. A- we didn't read a chapter today, but we did read a chapter yeah. for this episode. I read a chapter today. like a week ago, so hopefully I'll remember. My I read jokes. a chapter in small chunks yeah. over like a week. Point is, but. <laughs> we ingested a chapter, and that chapter was Chapter Fifty One, Courage Part One. We inhaled it, gobbled it up like little gerblins. <laughs> you know, just bit that bad boy off. Um, do you want me to do the summary? Because this is a quick one. We're back in the the, yeah. the years of, uh, I don't know why years, but we're back in, in the territory that the Donghua covered. Yeah. Well, it only I... took 51 chapters, but yeah, we're Jesus covering this shit Christ. in season one of the Donghua. I appreciate the pacing of the Donghua. I do. I do appreciate the pacing of the Donghua. I appreciate that they're going to save a little bit of that, uh, litter cannon shit. Earlier cannon shit for later. But also, they're doing grasses next. Yeah. So there's that if you're excited for that. Yay. And if you're not, just be like Roy and remember that they finally showed Chibi NMJ. Yeah, Chibi NMJ is going to be here. He is here. It's going to be really good. He is fucking here. He's fucking here. He's round. He's so round. So is little Chibi Mungyao, guys. Let's get excited. They're here. But chapter 51 is also here. Two of them. Two of them. 51 of them. 51 of them! Wow! 51 big ones. 51 of 51 them. 51 years of laughs. <laughs> 51 chapters of laughs. Uh, chapter 51, Courage, Part 1. Courage, Part 1. Courage. Folks, hmm. it's flashback time. Yep. It's about 18 years ago, back at the Lotus Pier, Wei Wuxian and Zhang Cheng are doing some Bart Simpson shit, shooting down these kites. Uh, Jung Chung's scary mom, Madam Yu, comes up and tells them to quit fucking around and says Wei Wuxian is a bad influence. That evening at dinner, she and Jung Chung's failed dad, Jung Feng Man, are, uh, they break the news to the kids that the Wen sect is forcing every other sect to send 20 of their boys to Chishan for 
re-education, normal. And the Jung parents get into an argument that ends with Madame Yu going on this passive-aggressive rant about oh Jung Chung's always going to come in second, huh? And you're just cool with it, Jung Feng. Man. Thanks for nothing. She goes and on she, several different rants about several different She could not stop going things. off on rants. She just was, she had time for it today. <laughs> she had the time for it. <laughs> God almighty, did she have time for it today. But yeah, after her last rant, she leaves. Jung Feng Bian says, well, when the two of you go off tomorrow, don't forget the famous thing we say of attempt the impossible. So the next day, the whole squad takes off and they get to Chishan and people from every sector there. Wei Wuxian sees Lan Wangji, but before he can be annoying, some dude on this big platform calls them all to attention. And this is Wen Rohan's younger son, Wen Chao, and he's just a greasy fucking asshole He's got this tough-looking dude on one side of him and this sexy lady on the other side, and he tells everyone to hand over their swords and announces that everyone's here to be indoctrinated the Wen way. Zhang Cheng tells Wei Wuxian not to be a fucker because the dude next to Wen Chao is Wen Zhulu, the core-melting hand, and he has the power to just completely demolish your cultivation organ and turn you into a normie. Everyone hands over their swords. They all get a copy of the quintessence of the Wen sect, as the novel calls it which is their new textbook. We find out that Wen Chao has this, like, shitty, petty grudge against Wei Wuxian and Jin Zichuan and Lan Wangji for beating him in the archery competition, or whatever that. As well as Zhang Chao. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. We, yeah. <laughs> um, and he just treats them the most like shit. Uh, Jin Zichuan fucking hates it the most, but Wei Wuxian just kind of laughs it off because he's he's used to being treated like shit. And Lan Wangji is seemingly just Mr. Pay at no mind. So one day Wen Chao and his boys take everyone out to Dust Creek Mountain to do Ghostbuster shit so he can steal some valor. Mm-hmm. And Wei Wuxian notices that Lan Wangji's leg is injured in some way, so he uh, kind of slows down and asks him about it, and that's where the chapter ends. Short and sweet. That's it? It's about, what, eight pages? It's a little snack of a chapter. It's a little treat. It's just a treat. Actually, a no, treat. it's it's not a treat because twenty treats do equal one snack. Okay, yeah, you're so right. So it is it is a snack of a chapter. I okay, would say. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it's more like a half a snack. I would say. Yeah. Because if each page is a treat, every page is a treat. We know we're this. going by drills by drills metric <laughs> of what constitutes a meal. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I have to look this up because yeah, I need to remember up, pull the. Pull it up the so we can elucidate. Drill, snack, treat. We need to elucidate. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. To enlighten the people. So 20 treats equals one snack. Three snacks equals one meal. Three meals equals boys' daily intake. 180 treats equals boys' boys' daily intake. One treat equals one goodie. 60 (laughs) goodies equals one meal. (laughs) See? I mean, it's simple math. It's, It's simple math. It's... It's, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. I think, I think a goodie, a goodie might be, uh, like, more or less in this equation. Well, no, because if a treat is equal to a goodie, then that means that 60 goodies drill. You're getting a little tricky here. He's getting a, he's either getting a little tricky or he never took a math class. And that's why I understand and like the tweet, because I see nothing wrong with it. You know what? I'm thinking too hard about it. And I just need to accept that this is how it is. Page-wise, page-wise, I would say that this is maybe 
this is definitely a snack, I think. Yeah, it's a snack. Yeah. I think 20, 20, 20 treats is maybe like, you know, maybe two treats per page. I feel like that that would work out. We get right. a decent amount of treats per page. Yeah. TPP, if you will. TPP. Total total <laughs> Total treats per page. TTT. TTP. Total treats per page is a really good metric for judging how good a chapter is. TTPP. I think we should hold on to that. We gotta up our TTPP. We gotta we gotta start tracking our TTPP. Yeah. I will say one thing, not as an aside. Working in a retail environment makes you realize just how many acronyms for things there are. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, I cannot tell you how many fucking acronyms I have to work with at the library. Everything is a damn acronym. I work in a corporate retail environment, and they just love to use acronyms for every part of the business. Every single part of it. And it's taken me six months, but I've learned most of them. Some of them I just kind of don't question at this point. You can't. You gotta just accept them when you get that many. Everything is a, a boy. It's unhandleable. Let me have all of the damn acronyms is what they say. But we're not talking about acronyms in particular. We're talking about one acronym, and that is YJSLP, Yunmung Jongsek's Lotus Pier. Yunmung Jongsek's Lotus Pier doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue. Which is but... why we have to uh, abbreviate it down to YJSLP. Comes a little bit Yidge easier. Yidge slip. Yidge slip. That's where I'm at. Uh, we, this is where we am. We're here. Yeah, we're chilling here. Um, the boys are like, this is, this is after Gusu. It's about, what would you say, like a year? A right? year or two, something like that, yeah. Boys are like 16, 17. Yeah, they're, they're 17 because it says somewhere that, uh, so it's, Madam Yu, I think, says that Zhang Cheng is seventeen and oh, yeah. explicitly. So he's okay, cool. Yeah, so he's 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 getting there. Yeah, they're, they're still lads. Yeah, yeah, they're they're lads. They're rowdy little lads. Yeah, seventeen is solid lad age. And um, <coughs> they're uh, they're 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 explaining the Lotus Pier at the beginning here, and it's all beautiful, you know. And it's like <laughs> one could feel a naive sense of clumsiness. Yeah. Throughout all of these nice piers and this gorgeous water. Like, it must be one of the weirdest ways to describe an environment I've ever read. But, like, I do get the vibe. I fuck with it. It's like, this this whole paragraph, like, it's like, it, like, anthropomorphizes the environment, which I think is really cool. Everything is, like, um... You know, like we get these things that are explicitly like humanoid yeah, features. Brush like, yeah, brush shoulders, uh swayed as if they nodded their heads. And then like a sense of clumsiness. Like what kind of fucking plant has a sense of clumsiness? Some fucked up piranha plant, but <laughs> like It's just fun that she set up this sect as a living being when we're first introduced to it. Yeah. I wonder if that's themes at all. I, I wonder if we should care about that. Probably I wonder not. if we're being set up to care a lot about the Lotus Pier. I wonder if the very next line after that sentence happens also has to do with that, which is that the Lotus Pier wasn't as otherworldly as the other sex residences, shutting their doors and refusing to let commoners come within a boundary miles away. Oh yeah, God hmm. forbid God forbid they have open borders. God forbid open borders, God forbid the normies come around. 
And I think that's super interesting that like, you yeah. know, we, yeah, we, we barely get any descriptions of the other the other sects like we get maybe like a f- like one or two of like specific buildings yeah. at like the koi tower and then like goose is probably the next most described like the general vibes of yeah it stuff. yeah we don't know fuck about uh the unclean realm not at all nothing we don't get anything for the unclean realm it's as mysterious as uh it's residents yeah it's just there it's is. just vibing it's literally it's just censored. vibing, as it turns out. Yeah. It's censored. <laughs> the camera goes over and there's just a big black bar. Oh my god, it's all mosaic. Yeah, it's pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> um, What if it was shaped like a dick and that's why? Oh my god, all of the mountains are just shaped like pee-pees. <laughs> That'd be funny. They're shaped like pee-pees. <laughs> so, Wei Shan and Zhang Cheng are fucking around shooting kites. Doing lab shit. Um, they're doing loud shit. Of course, they're in competition. And uh, Jong Chuck flies it out and he waits until the very last second and then he shoots it. And he's like genuinely surprised he actually hit the kite because he's a sweet angel. <laughs> he's like, oh, it hit! <laughs> oh he my like, God. Does he? Am I reading the right part? Huh? No, never mind. Okay. Because um, I thought that he like uh, waited until like it was almost. Almost too far, but I think that it might did. be something. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. He, okay. he did wait. He was like, not really he's, sure. Yeah, he's kind of like overcompensating so like, a tiny bit. Like, yeah. I gotta make sure, I gotta make sure, I gotta make sure. Fuck. But, um. And then he looks away with Sean's and he's like, hey, wow, yours is, yours is at, way out there. Are you, are you sure you can hit that? Wait with Sean's like, you wanna take a guess, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I hate, like, I hate how smug he is, but I hate even more. That he is, <clears throat> like, 100% capable of backing that attitude up. I fucking know? hate it. He's I impossible. It. Oh, God, I can't stand it. Like, if he were a shitty... Yeah, if he were shitty about this... That would be this. one thing. He's just if annoying he were, about it. No, no, I mean, if you were shitty at the things that he were bragging oh, yeah, yeah. about, mm-hmm. then I would derive some sense of satisfaction from it. But as it stands... This bitch is just out here. He's not even humble bragging. He's just like, he's just yeah, I'm bragging. good. It's a fact. What the fuck ever? Like, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not going to downplay my talent. And I'm like, just good, bitch. Bless him for that because nobody else tells him he's good. Jesus. Yeah. As if anybody, as if fucking like Madam Yu is going to say, oh yeah, good job to this bitch. Absolutely he not. He brushed off immediately later on, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get there. But, um, and so he, of course, hits. Yep. And Zhang Chung is like, fuck. Whatever. Whatever, <laughs> yeah. And then Zhang Cheng's kite ends up being in second uh, place to oh, yeah. Wei Wuxian's, which I wonder if that's ever going to come up yeah. again. Probably not. I wonder, uh, not I wonder, <coughs> sorry. Uh, I realized that I said it was just Zhang Cheng and Wei Wuxian shooting kites. It's both of them. It's all of them. All of the Shidi. Many of them. Many little Zhang boys. Um, we get a mention of... Uh, the uh, the last or the shitty who was uh, the sixth oldest, who uh, always places last, and I wonder why they bring him up in particular. I'm just kind of putting a little bookmark on him. I couldn't guess yeah. honestly. I couldn't really tell you. Couldn't tell you. But um, I wonder why they never give him a name either. Like that's so weird. I know. I wish there were other. I wish there were names for the little rando boys. But whatever. I know. I want to know like, their names. Please. I want to know their buddies. But um. So then two two Mados skateboard in and they <laughs> ah! 
Um, and it says they're they're dressed as armed maids, and all I can visualize is like black and white maids, yeah. like natos with swords and armor. It rules. Like it fucking rules. It they whips. come shredding in. <laughs> and they do she's, a sick ollie. Yes. They fucking slide in and they're holding one of the kites with an arrow in it. They're like, who the fuck is responsible for this? Uh, and Wei Wushan like immediately steps up and he's like, hey, uh, ground me. Uh, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Because like, he knows you can, what's up. You can kind of tell this is not the first time he's done this. Oh, yeah, no. Um, and then Madame Yu comes up and does a Christ air. And uh, she she just mommy, parts through the. Here. Mom is here. Mommy, mom is here. Mother is here. And she's like, oh, you did it, huh? Okay. Let's see. Let's see what that's worth. <laughs> and um, we get this description about her. Uh, about how she's a natural at sneering, just like Zhang Cheng. Oh my god, it's so good. It's good. And I also, <laughs> I noticed something. I made a personal realization mm-hmm. when I was reading through the paragraph. Well, it's not really a personal realization. It's just me really realizing I'm a dumbass. <laughs> reading through the paragraph where her, like, physical attributes are described. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten this paragraph describing <clears throat> someone's physical attributes about 40 times now. I feel like it happens once every other chapter. But I'm always like, haha, yeah, whatever. Like, uh, he was rather handsome. Oh, I'm like, okay, yawn. But then, the, like, the second it's a lady intro, I'm, like, on the edge of my seat. I'm like, <laughs> tell me more. Tell me about her thin waist. Can I learn about her jade stone coldness? <laughs> Well, that's just a symptom of gay. That's true. That's kind of that's kind of what made me realize I was a dumbass. I was like, why is it that I'm like, okay, thank you, when I got, when I got to the edge of this paragraph, and then at the at the end of every other paragraph, I was like, great, cool, he's handsome, yeah, he's ha- he's handsome. Throw wonderful. him in the pile with the rest of them. Like really, yeah, the handsome boys pile. The handsome boys pile. My big stack of handsome boys. Oh God! And she, <laughs> we get the description. She's like Yuzion. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's Zhang Fengmian's wife, of course, but she goes by Madame Yu instead of Madame Zhang. Extreme pre-divorce queen energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a prenup. What the fuck do you want? And it's like some people guessed that it was because she didn't want to take on her husband's surname due to her assertive personality. <laughs> <laughs> and like n- both of them are cagey about it, but she's Madame Yu. She's just Madame Yu. Do you think like Zhang Fengmian is never gonna press for that? He's too beta. No! Fuck no, okay. It's fucking 4pm every day. It's time for Jung Fung Mian's dick flattening. Yeah, I think the closest he would get would be like early in their early in their relationship. He's like, how do you feel about hyphenated last names? Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, honey. Yes, honey. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could do a droopy dog voice. Okay. Oh my god! Yes, honey. <laughs> I'm goofy, but um, I'm goofy. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we get some some description about her, and we we find out how powerful she is, which I like. She's she's very strong. Yeah, she's just kind of crazy, but she's super <laughs> powerful as a cultivator, so it's fine. That shit goes hand in hand. What and do you expect, uh, Ray? the two the two maids are her personal maids, and they're her 
Her rider dies. Her rider dies. And sorry, but madam, you should have been able to just run away with her with her cool maids. Sorry to say it. And called it a day. Sorry to say it. I hate that it turned out the way it did. Yeah. And we're allowed to say that because we've already been through this in the Dongfa, so... Yay! But um, uh, we did we do get this bit that I think is kind of interesting because it's like it says um even after she married Zhang Fangmian she had always been out on night hunts not yeah. overly fond of staying at the Zhang Sect Lotus Pier so she's like she she goes here she chills whatever she's got some some of her she's got her two her two main girls mm-hmm. she's got a couple members of her family there um she she has a couple kids she's married to this dude and then she's like I can't I can't be in this damn house. I'm gonna go out and do some Ghostbuster shit. I don't have the time for this, John Fumyun. I don't have the time for you. Uh, yeah, I'm over this. If I were her, yeah, I would want to go out and do whatever the fuck I felt like. Yeah, can't let me down. Yeah, gotta take out that mad somehow. Some mediocre ass household. <laughs> it's not her fault for wanting to seek better and cooler things for herself, <laughs> all right? But uh, I would like to add that I would really like to be. Like the crisp vegetables in a Jinju Madam Yu Jinju sandwich. <laughs> the crisp vegetables. Perhaps the mayonnaise. <laughs> a touch of Dijon. <laughs> a leaf of lettuce, perhaps. <laughs> the, the bacon accoutrement. A sliced tomate. <laughs> Maybe the cheese. Maybe the cheese. Maybe more. Perhaps the cheese. Perhaps the cheese, smiles. <laughs> um, um, but she comes up and she like, I just I just picture her coming up to John Chung and like grabbing him by the ear and yanking him over to her. And she's yeah. like, what are you fucking doing? Oh my God. Do you, do oh you no. know who Madam Yu reminds me of? Oh no, and who? I realized this while I was reading it. Who? The boss that I had at that bar restaurant that oh I worked God. at for two weeks before I realized she was fucking Godzilla and I had to quit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was like, it was the same shit where it was just constantly breathing down everyone's necks. Oh my God. It was like, if mama isn't happy, ain't nobody happy. She had two signs with that on it in her office. Oh my God. And she just... Oh my god, it was so horrible. She literally was like fire-breathing oh dragon. Oh my god. Very big Madam Yu energy. Madam Yu with that written on a mug. Oh my god. <laughs> She's the one with the, with the like, <laughs> bold text, boss, cursive text, lady. God. Mug. Don't put boss lady energy on her. Oh, boss babe. Oh. God. No, she's not a boss babe. She would never call herself a babe. She would call <laughs> herself true. a boss bitch. Boss bitch. Jesus. But she, so she yanks John Chung over and she looks him over and she's like, you, you are acting out, you out here acting like a little kid, which like, he's 17, but go off, I guess. Like, uh, he's still a kid, but <laughs> work. Is, but work. <laughs> Um, <laughs> says it went without saying sh- that she was scolding him again. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure it was said by Madame Yu. Yeah, like, repeatedly. Yeah, it goes. It she goes, walked right up and said, "Zhang Chung, get over here! I'm going to scold you." Yes, <laughs> Zhang Chung, it's time for your daily scolding. Yes, Anyang. All right. <laughs> More like his father than he thinks. Um. So, uh, so then, like. 
she notices Wei Wuxian just kind of, like, being there. Because, like, one of the other shitties, like, sticks his tongue out at Zhang like, oh, your mom's making fun of you. Just being teens. And, she, like, Wei Wuxian looks at him, and then she looks at Wei Wuxian and is like, what do you want? Oh, you over here! Let me verbally abuse you next! <laughs> Wei Ying? Oh, it's on. It's Wei on site. It what is the- on site. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing over there, Wei Ying? Huh? Hmm? What are you doing? Wei Ying's over Wei there, like, like, staring at the ground. He does guilty boy face. He's like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. Uh, he's like, listen. Listen. She's Well, she's like, you're you're a bad influence on my perfect special baby boy who I'm going to insult at every twist and turn. And then. God, she, she really <laughs> flips on them, like, six different times in this scene. This is the same shit that Zhangcheng does, though. And yes. the same shit that Wei Wuxian kind of does. Like, you know, there's only one person allowed to make fun of this person, and that's me. Absolutely. Nobody else is allowed to scold or criticize this person. Only me. She's like, yeah, you're good for nothing. You're just stagnating. And Wei Wuxian's like, what, me? Stagnating? Am I not progressing better than anybody here? Am I not Shishong? And Am I not Da Shishong? Like, hello, and and Zhang Chung is like, Wei Wuxian, shut up. Shut and when he uses up. his entire ass courtesy uh, yeah. name, you know he is not <clears throat> fucking around. It's on, dude. It's on. And, like, I super didn't remember Wei Wuxian ever talking back to Madame Yu, like, in any way, shape, or form. So just right. that one line, that one thing where he's like, but I am doing a good job. Uh, like, isn't it obvious? Like, that was like, I was like, okay, all right. Get your life, Wayne. I mean, shit. I didn't remember you doing it, but, like, damn. He's not wrong. I mean, that's about the extent of it, but do what you gotta do. Yeah, even him speaking up for himself a little bit is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but John Chang starts uh, complaining because the Wens uh, are hogging all the night hunting territory, and basically the Lotus Pier is kind of on lockdown they they basically have nothing to do and nowhere to go. Because yep. Wens be out there. Wens be out there. They've basically taken control of all of the night hunting territory in the entire cultivational world that yeah. they're in, basically. They're just manspreading. They're just manspreading. They're taking they're taking over as much land as they can because they can. Yeah, because there's a lot of them and they're they're the Wens. <laughs> and Madame Yu says, well, too bad. And uh, and then she just fucking, she just says, she says, I'm afraid that this time, even if you don't want to leave, you'll have to anyway. And she just pieces out. Like, yeah. she leaves so dramatically. She didn't pay them any more attention and walk through the hallway holding her chin high. Like, she just lets them figure it out for themselves. Do the math. Hey, the parenting. The parenting. Rotten. Bad. <laughs> Not great. So then it's, but then it's Dindin time. Uh, it's every, din din Yeah, time. we're at the we're at the dindin din table, and we learn that the Shishan Wen sect uh, sent out messages to everybody because all of the sects are bad at teaching, and they all fucking suck. And all of the sects have to send twenty of their fail sons to Shishan within three days, yeah. or else they gotta they gotta send them to the fascist reeducation yeah. camp. And come I'll to tell ch- you, come to Shishan in next three days if you want an ass kicking. I'll tell you. I think it's gonna work out. It's gonna be fine. Fascist like, education camps always work out. Yeah, I don't think I've never heard of anything like this in history going 
poorly. No, I don't think so. So, um, so Wavishon, like, complains, and he's like, this is fascism, it's bad. Uh, Junk Fungmion is like, he just says, like, it's dinner time, let's not talk about how bad fascism is. shut up and eat, it's fine. Like, they're not here, but I won't have somebody taking a side in this house unless it's Wei Wushan's. <laughs> and that's that on that. This centrist bitch, not to get, like, not to get spoilers on Maine, but this is all shit that we've already been over with yes. the Donghua, but, like, can you imagine if this fucker had been involved in the Sunshot campaign? God! would have gotten done. Jin Guangshan would have been able to fucking suck Wen Rohan's dick all he wanted. God he damn. He could have sucked it clean off. <laughs> he could have sucked it clean off. Clean off. And Zhang Fengmian would have been like, oh, good for them. <laughs> He'd They're be... forming intersect relations. This bitch would have been up there talking about... Intersect. Excuse me. Talking about some... Oh, well, we need to look across... We need to try to extend our hand across the aisle. We need to try to strive for bipartisanship. Bitch, I'm too mad. I'm too mad about real world. Strive for these nuts. Strive for these fucking nuts. Strive for these fucking nuts. That's what I'm saying. God. Uh, so, uh, Zhang Yanli tries to diffuse the tension a little bit by handing Wei Wishan some cool pod seeds. <laughs> she gives him some treats. She gives him some nice little lotus seeds. Um... And she she was she was busy peeling them. She does not speak in this chapter. Yeah, but she peels some lotus seeds. Yeah, so we finally get her being present. I guess she's there. She's, she's there. there to give people snacks. Yep, give snacks, and that's about it. Yeah, but we like snacks. I mean, we're getting treats. Are these treats or snacks? We got to go back to the math. Snack. Snack. It's a snack. Yeah. Snack. It's it's a snack. Of a a mid meal snack. We're we're receiving treats per page. We're. Se- our tree per page uh, is at sort of it's sort of at a lull right now, so we're yeah. gonna have to. Here's our here's our here's our mid chapter sales update. <laughs> our treats per page is looking a little low. It's at about a thirty three percent. We really need to bump that up to a fifty nine or a sixty by the end of the hour. I know you guys can do it. You've been killing it out there. We just need to push it a little further and get that. <laughs> book red <laughs> get those treats sold <laughs> and you john, got it guys john yonley employee of the month comes in and says oh i got some treats to up the ratio yeah she's got some treats but we're gonna get to that treats per page ratio when we get to it yeah. i'm gonna give an update when we get to it <laughs> okay we just need to kind of see how the how the winds are blowing right now. yeah <laughs> but um like, so Wei Wishan goes on this, like, you know, he goes on this fascism is bad thing, and John Fumion's like, Ugh. and, like, this is, like, when I notice that, like, the only time Wei Wishan is ever, like, mild, I guess, is, like, when he's with the Jongs, and, like, for what a big, yeah. for what a big deal that is, <laughs> or for what a big deal it is that John Fumion treats him more kindly than he does his own kids, that sure as shit doesn't seem like it's made much of a difference in how much Wei Wishan seems to feel like he belongs there. No, not at all. Yeah, because he's still, like, he's still super, like, or at least, like, he's super deferential to Yanli. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the only person that he really feels like he totally... who he's that, Like, that's the only person that he feels, that I think he feels he's totally He's comfortable accepting. with their dynamic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like... He he kind of reads in some parts that it, like he's like 
kind of aware that he's being singled out for favorable treatment and mm-hmm. that but he's also aware that that makes him just as much of a target yeah. as like when he's being singled out for you know being a quote unquote bad influence <laughs> and being annoying boy but um it's like he can't win either way <laughs> he can't he can't it's fucking sucks but um yeah but Jung Yanli, she gives him treats, and then Madam Yu is like, don't fucking give him treats. They're about to go to Chishan and not have anything to eat. Uh, they so might as what? well not eat. Yeah, let's just let's Fuck just em. start him out on it. Yeah. And get him get him conditioned for it. Yeah. Cause the <sighs> cause the wind sect just strikes down any sect that says no to him because they do some reigns of Castamere bullshit every time. Yeah, they just kind of they kind of decide arbitrarily that the sect has done something to disturb to deserve its destruction and just kind of go to town you know it's and regular so, and so Jung Fung Mian's like hey it's fine listen that's that's tomorrow for now we gotta we gotta eat this food come on it's din dins <sighs> and it says he replied in a lukewarm voice <laughs> I'm like this man is entirely lukewarm <laughs> He's he's somehow been lingering in the temperature danger zone for years. You take this bitch's temperature and it's like 73. It's 73. He's reached a temperature at which he is able to contract several dude-born illnesses. <laughs> it's just not safe. <laughs> he either needs to be refrigerated or thrown out. Actually, no, no, just throw him out. Just because throw the whole man fridge now he's already got dude born illnesses all over him what is a dude born illness <laughs> it's an illness that's on a guy that's <laughs> a side effect of moving to a guy based economy a, a dude born illness is a is a um well, there are several dude-born illnesses, okay? It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of an umbrella, just like there are many food-born illnesses. Yeah. Do you understand? No, 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 I got you, I got you. Yeah, yeah no, the extended making, bit, I like the very, bit. That's very funny and clever, yeah. and, you know, yeah, I'm, donating, I'm doing really well. Yeah, I'm donating to the fund that supports all of the men who have contracted the dude-born illness that makes them only drink G-Fuel. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's the dude born illness that makes you enjoy enjoy the sound of Ben Shapiro's voice. There's the dude born illness that makes you a passive aggressive piece of shit, or just a straight up passive piece of shit. In rare cases, like Zhang Fangmian's. Yeah. Um. There's the um. There's the um. There's the dude born illness that um makes you think that you're a good person just because you're uh leftist. <laughs> um and it gives you credence to like harass women because you can't be a harasser because you're a leftist. Yeah. Um there's there's the one that makes you like selectively blind so you can't read text written by women. And yeah. you yeah, you just see like kind of a vague thing of them explaining something and then you say, "Well, actually over it." Yeah, there's the dude-born illness that makes you drink exclusively from the mansplaining well. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we gotta, lots of yeah. dude-born illnesses. Zhang Fengmian is just... Um, he's crawling with them. He's rife with he's them. riddled. So Madam Yu, naturally, she... I don't blame her for getting mad at this shit because I get mad at it too. And she's like, what, what do you mean worrying about it? Are you kidding? Why are you so... In, why are you so fucking indifferent? Like, this... You gotta take a side, bitch. You need to take a side. Like, our kids our kids are gonna have to go there. 
And she's like, and she knows that like the only viable option, because because what the Winsect is specifically asking is that not only do they have to send twenty of their boys over, one of them has to be uh, a member of the the ruling family. Yes, and so that means either Zhang Cheng or Zhang Yanli is going to have to go, and Yanli is not really much of a cultivator. She's not great She's at it. She's not gonna go. It's not gonna be her. What the fuck is that gonna do? She makes snacks and cares for people. She makes snacks and is good. She makes snacks and is good. And so obviously it's gonna be Zhang Cheng and he's like, Mom, calm down. I'll go. Like, And she's like, and well, she's yeah, like, duh. Oh, no shit, you're gonna go. go. Yeah. This exchange is so good. I know. <laughs> of course you'll go. Like, look at your sister. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Out here peeling lotus seeds. Yeah, let me put that away. You wanna talk about picking some lotus seeds? Come on. You're better than this. Come on. You're the mistress of the house. Come on. Mistresses don't need to be picking seeds. She says the- Not a servant. Yeah, she says the word of servant, which Wei Wishan is like, he's aware of it. He's very, he's like, it says that he doesn't mind much, but the fact that it's noted is like kind of what is part of what's pointing me towards him being aware of this. Yeah. Being, yeah that's definitely, thing. that's a, that's a good observation. Yeah. Cause he like, he just kind of continues on pointedly eating the lotus mm-hmm. seeds and John Fung Mian's like, Hey, 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 come baby. on, <laughs> baby. Come on. And she's like, don't you baby me. Are you offended? Are you triggered snowflake? Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> what? I said, servant, what do you want? Um, you really want to let him go to this day? Jung Fung Mian's like, yeah, if he wants if to. If he wants to. And he's oh. like, I want to go. Wei Wuxiang's like, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, great. He can go if he wants to. But if he doesn't want to, like, oh, yeah, it's definitely okay for him to stay, right? Are yeah. you kidding me? Meanwhile. Why is, it, why is it that he can go if he wants to, but Ah Chung has to go no matter what? Like, oh, really? You're so good at raising somebody else's kid, Jung Fung Mian. <laughs> Like there's literally no winning with this woman, you and I can't. think that's I think that's her goal. Yeah. Um, she's fucking mad. John Fung Mian's like, baby, baby, just he, maybe, maybe go to bed. We already talked about this. You don't fucking say that shit, honey. You're cranky. You need a naply nap. Like, bitch, this is jiggy bullshit. He said this exact same shit to NMJ the other chapter. It really is just passive aggressive bullshit. It's Come the on. don't say that shit to somebody when they're mad. My lady, you're tired, bitch. You go take a nap. <laughs> and John Chung's like, mom. And all he has to say is one word for her to go the fuck off. She explodes. She speed runs and long jumps <laughs> to so many different conclusions here. <laughs> like, it's impressive. It's like a triathlon of jumping to conclusions. She clips through the wall and enters the warp zone. <laughs> and she's like, what, what do you want me to do? Huh? You want me to shut up like your dad? Yeah. You're an idiot. Okay. Stupid. You can't. You're not even better than this idiot. You're not even better than this fucking chump. And that's. And you're never gonna be better than him because oh, because his mom is so much better than me is essentially what she's saying. Is well, okay, yeah. Well, I feel bad for you, but that's. But that's. But I shouldn't. Okay, sure. I'll be. I'll be the bad guy then. Yeah. All right. Thanks for nothing. I've defended you all this time, and you're still out here with this chump. How? How? How did you come out of me? Talking about mom. Talking about mom. <laughs> mom. Ugh. Idiot. And then she get out of my sight. Yeah. And she leaves. And Zhang Cheng, baby, 
Zhang Chung receives lotus seeds. He gets snack. He, he he, 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 he receives snack because he's a little bit traumatized. He's I feel so bad for him. He's trying so hard. He's like not even doing anything. He's just trying to make sure that they have like a dinner. <laughs> just, like really? Like he's the one who's gonna have to go deal with this shit. And he's like, Mom, oh my god, and <sighs> like, and then she just comes in with this whole thing. Like you fucking are the worst son ever, and. He, God bless Yanli for giving him treat. Yeah, he needed a treat. Because he's I just will sitting say, there, yeah. Uh, gonna give a quick treats per page update here. <laughs> treats per page percentage is up, up, up this hour, guys. We are at a 59.62. Good job, guys. Let's keep pushing. Stonks. So, um, uh, so he feels bad. He's... His complexion uh, is switching between purple and pale. I mean, he's just like on the verge of crying. He's, he's he's really trying to hold it in. This is exactly how I felt when I had that one evaluation uh, back when I was teaching, and they gave me no guidance, and then they told me that I was doing absolutely everything wrong. God, thanks for telling me. But you know, just sitting there like. Just like can't can barely hold back tears, and he's just not saying it. Fucking sucks. It does. It's horrible. And John Fungmion's like, well, time to get ready for camping. And um, and I'm gonna go find eighteen more poor, unfortunate souls. I'm gonna find shit. (laughs) I gotta wrangle eighteen boys. And uh, John Chung like wants to say something, but he doesn't know what to say because he never knew how to converse with his father. <laughs> wow, Wei Wushan was proficient. Wei Wushan's like, uh, aren't you gonna give us anything, Unki? Unki, I want a present. And Zhang Fangmian smiles and he's like, nope, bye. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I already gave you everything I could give you. How about I gave I you say those the swords. Thing? Yeah, I gave you swords a million years ago. How about how about the thing we say? I gave you those swords. I gave you that funny thing that we say. <laughs> oh, wait, we sounds like, oh, right, Unki. Attempt the impossible, right? <laughs> God. Unki's like, that's it. And Zhang Chung's like, but just fucking, just take it easy, okay? Yeah, attempt the impossible, but don't get yourself that's arrested. It. Don't, don't go. Dipshit. Don't get, uh. Don't don't get too nutty with it, please. <laughs> yeah, don't go. Only go low key nutty with it. We still have a sect to represent. Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to look good. I'm trying to look good. He always looks good. He, <laughs> he doesn't does. need to worry about. He's that. handsome. Uh, so <sighs> the next day they set off. Jung Fung Man says the type of shit that fucking Colin would make Alton say. Uh, the disciples of the Yunmung Jong sect aren't as weak as to crack under just one of the outside world's waves. <laughs> Uh, and Zhang Yanli walks with them for a little bit. The which whole is more shit squad. I didn't remember. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember this either. And she she kind of walks with them for a little bit, seeing them off. And she says she filled everyone's arms with all sorts of snacks. And I was thinking about it in my head. I was like, she she had different kinds of snacks, many many different kinds of snacks for twenty people. She probably has like a Chankun sleeve, or like both of her sleeves are Chankun sleeves, just like. Stuffed with thousands of snacks for the whole damn squad. Like, that's the life I want to live, dude. She, she fucking whips out an entire Wawa from her Chankun sleeve. Yeah, dude. She's got it all in there. She says, You want me to whip you up a sandwich? Just tell me. I, I got the whole deli right here. I got some cappuccino. I got some beer. 
I got a whole, I got some donuts. Let me know. Would you I got like those, a donut? I got those gooey squares that, you know, you always think about buying when you go into Wawa and then you reconsider because you know they're probably horrible and horrible for you. I got that so for real me. milkshake. Yeah, I got that for real. She pulls out an entire for real milkshake <laughs> machine. She's like, here, take this with you. I got some sour skitty. You might need it. <laughs> got everything you need. Here's the, here's the Reese's Pumpkins display. <laughs> Don't ask me how I got it. <laughs> Would you like a hoger? A hoger? <laughs> a hoagie. Uh, but they get to Chishon, and it's, like, awkward camp. Everybody's here, and they're just, like, you know, people, like, a lot of people know each other, but it's just, like, everyone's just kind of standing around going, like, what do we do? And it's it's very teenage boy. There's, yeah, like, some uh, of these moments are just, like, they're so tiny, but they're so, like, yep, yeah, that's, that's little boys. <laughs> yeah, they're they're teens. <coughs> it's teens, uh, and just the the Gusu squad is here too. But they they look a little they look a little off. Yeah, they aren't looking so hot. But Weiwushan, of course, notices them because he's got Wangji radar all the time. And John Chunk's like, "Don't start shit today, dude. <laughs> Don't start shit today. Don't literally even know think it. it. Yeah, because because it says like, excuse me." Wei Wushan had wanted to go up to him and say hello, but John Chung warned him, don't cause any trouble. Literally knowing just saying hi to Lon Wangji would cause a huge scene. Yeah. Like, it's choice. Ridiculous. It's I know. It's so fucking funny. But the thing is, Jung Chung is the only bitch in this house that Wei Wushan respects because- yes. And he could only forget about it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like all right. Don't go against that boy. This is their, this is their reputation on the line. Yep. So- then a greasy boy shows up. A greasy boy, eh? <laughs> He's on a, he, there's a greasy man on a on a platform, and he tells everyone to shut up. And shut up, I'm talking. Shut up, I'm talking. It's Wen Xiao, who, it's been, it's been like a solid, almost, it's been like 35 episodes, I think, since we got to see him. Yeah. And I haven't watched the episodes with him uh, in the Donghua in, in quite a while, but like, he was, I just, like, this just reminds me of how much fucking fun he was in the dog where he's so yeah. shitty. He's awful. He's in the awful, novel. but, like, his, his voice actor is having such a good time, and, like, he's just, he's just so shitty. He's so shitty. And it's just the way they describe him, like, he's, he's greasy, and he's just acting like a fucking asshole, and he's just having a good time with it. Yeah! This is the type of just piece of shit villain that I like. (laughs) He just, he knows he can do whatever he wants. Yeah! And so he just fucking rolls with it, dude. Oh yeah. He's just going for it. He had features that only barely crossed paths with the word handsome. God! (laughs) And it says, but like his hair, they felt a bit greasy. (laughs) For some reason. For some reason. And he says it, it says it's the young, he's the youngest child of the Chishan One sect. It's weird because, like, frankly, I'm surprised considering when Rohan is such a huge narcissist, I would have expected him to just continue procreating until his untimely death. Like, I, I'm, I'm confused as to why Wen Chao does not have 19 yeah. younger siblings. You never know. I mean, the thi- well, the thing with Wen Rohan is that for all of his uh, deeds, he's not ever pointed out as, like, particularly fucky. 
Mm. Like none of them are very horny. Like I think mm. I think I think if anything horny for him is tied directly to torturing people. Yeah, probably. We also never get any kind of mention of a Madam Wen. So Right. It like or like any kind of like concubines or anything. Yeah, but my point my point in this is not that it's not necessarily that he's horny and he likes to fuck. Oh, yeah, it's you know more what? that he wants to sow his wild oats as yeah. much as he can because he <laughs> likes seeing little mini versions of himself. Like most people who have many children. Yeah. They definitely don't do it because they want to take care of a bunch of children. They want a bunch of mini-me's. Like, maybe his dick fell off. Hey, maybe his dick fell off. <laughs> maybe, maybe his dick his, fell off. Maybe his dick fell off. Maybe his di- maybe his dick got chopped off in a tragic torture accident. A tragic tragic torture accident. His hand slipped. His yeah, his finger slipped. You can't help it. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Part and parcel. But uh, no risk, no reward. But anyway, everybody knows Wen Chow because he just really loves darkening everybody's doorstep and making a nuisance. <laughs> he loves just to, being he, a nuisance. He loves to be there. He's like he's like a socialite. This fucking shitty like. Paris Hilton ass showing his ass up everywhere, being everywhere, famous for being famous. <laughs> That's fucking it. Famous because his dad is really rich. Yeah. Uh, and and he's got a real sexy lady to his left mm-hmm. with uh, a mole that they spend a lot of time describing. Yeah. And uh, a big hunky man on his right, who appears to be in his 20s, and you gotta be careful to use the appears yeah. caveat in a Shan Shan novel, because it's it's the classic excuse, you know? Mm-hmm. They're actually 400 years old. Yeah. So. And when you're, yeah, and when you, when you look like you're in your 20s, particularly, specifically in your late 20s, like they say a little bit yeah. later, in Cultivator World, that's fucking peepop tier. Yeah, that's like... That's like in the gay community when you're like 28. You're, or in like the drag community, 28, you're considered an old queen. Yeah. You get your twink card revoked. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> and somebody... Uh, so Wen Chow gets everybody's attention and he's like, all right, give me your swords. Give me them swords. Pay up. Pay uh, up, buddy. Somebody in the crowd's like, why should we? And then he's like, oh, you want to play me? So, uh, he gives this whole speech about how, like, none of you fucking idiots know anything, uh, we're the only ones that know anything, and I'm here to indoctrinate you, which is exactly what you say. I mean, at least he's being real about it. He's being upfront, which is more than I can say for real-world fascism. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, can you imagine if if real-world fascism was this transparent? Yes. (laughs) It's like, hey, time to oppress you. Hey, we're passing laws to kill you in your own home. Sorry. Sorry. Not really sorry. sorry. Um, Oh, God. uh, Uh, And they they don't like this. Yeah, nobody likes it. Um, (laughs) Jung Jung holds Wei Wushan down. Completely preemptive. 
He gives him an air swirly. He gives him an air swirly. Wait, Sean's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Sean's like, don't, don't you even think about it. Don't even think about it. I just, I love their pre-shit <coughs> breaking bad relationship so much. <laughs> They're so good. Wait, Sean says, even if, even if this one is so greasy that it's gross. Me, whenever <laughs> I have more than a day off in a row. <laughs> Jesus. No matter how much I want to kick his ass. I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna do it here. Come it's gonna on. make her sex look bad. Come on, I'm better make us than look that. Bad. He isn't worth it. So, um, Zhang Cheng tells us about uh, who Wenzhou Liu is, and he's uh, he's the the fucking granddad looking ass twenty seven year old. Yeah. So, because um, <laughs> his youth isn't maintained well enough, uh, and he's he's Mister Core Melting Hand. We seen him in the Donghua. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited to get to him more in the novel because he, <laughs> he's just so scornful and it's like, it's just made he's so, so much more of a point. It's good. But, it's um, really good. Fucking, I just, I'm going to make a note that I love how it's like, John Chang's literal only function in this scene is to restrain Wei Wuxian <laughs> and peacekeep. Which is just so drastically different from the last time we saw him and any other time we saw him in the novel that that it, like, just makes my head spin. <laughs> Losing a brother really changes you. <laughs> it's different. It really do hit different. Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, he'll, he'll melt your golden core and it'll turn you into a normie. Uh, and before he helped win, and then he gets cut off, he helped win what? We never get his backstory, and that's the thing that fucking keeps me we, up at night. We never get it? We never get it. Oh my god! We just know that he owes some kind of debt to Wen Rohan, and that's it. Wow. And that's why he's so loyal. What did he help him do? I want to know. I want to know how he learned how to melt cores. Yeah, he's more. such an interesting character. I know. I wish... <sighs> more and more people are saying this. Where is the Wen Julio content? Where? Where? I want the extra about him. I would yeah. like one. Bitch, give me one. Oh my god. Don't dangle this dude in front of my face and then yank him away. This big angie hunk? Right? Are you kidding me? You can't dangle a big angie hunk in front of Roy and expect to get away with it. It's not fair. Are you shitting me? It's not fair, dude. Do you know who I am? They clearly don't. Because if they god. did, they wouldn't be pulling this junk. Ridiculous childish but so everyone's swords get taken away um lan wangji doesn't look great he he hands over his sword anyway but he still looks like yeah mad about it or whatever um he, he doesn't he, he looks uh not pleased by it i guess is the best way to say it. frighteningly yeah. cold he looks like lan wangji about it he's he's not as passive about <coughs> it as i think they would have expected yeah and uh, uh yeah i mean as it turns out they get their snacks taken away. I know. And all of the food there fucking sucks. It's like slop. It, like, if I were forced to go to a re-education camp by a fascist regime and given nasty food, I would simply not eat. But that's just me. Um, but it sucks. We just get, like, you know, some stuff about how, um, how the food sucks and they get their, their, uh, Winsect Essence Collection textbook. They get, um... They get dragged around to do Ghostbuster shit to <laughs> to let Wen Xiao like up his experience points. Yeah, pretty much. So he has all of the all of the disciples kind of crowd in front of him and beat the demons up 
And then he goes in, deals the killing blow, and says, oh man, what a good job I did on this. And all the win- all the wind guys around him go, yes, yay. And uh, he gets to take all the credit and get all the experience points and level up and nobody else gets to do anything. And um, then we get the chapter that, or the paragraph that the Donghua staff read and said, I know what to make an entire episode out of. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's this bit about how Wen Xiao has this just... Petty bitch grudge. God, because they were at the discussion conference one time, okay? Okay. And Wen Chao was in, and he was so confident, but he did his shit, and he only hit once. Mm-hmm. So he hit once. He missed the second shot. He shot, and he missed. He shot, and he missed. <laughs> and the third shot, he shot, and he hit, but he hit the entirely wrong mannequin. <laughs> so the, the people who ended up being... The first, uh, the four with the biggest scores, highest scores, were, of course, Wei Wishan first, mm-hmm. Lan Shichen, Jin Zixuan, and Lan Wangji. Yep. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I thought uh, it was Zhang Cheng instead of Lan Shichen. Yeah. Like, um, you would think he's in there, but... No, no. I mean, if Lan Shichen is there, it's got to be. It's got to be both Lans in the in the top. Oh, that, yeah. It does make sense. But um, um, but Lan Shichen isn't here. He had he had other things to do. I guess he um. He's just out. He's he's doing him. He's vibing. He's not. They only here. needed one member of the actual yeah. clan. Yeah. So, so um, so Wen Xiao sees you know that Wei Wuxian and Jin Zixuan and Lan Wangji are here, and he's like, "Fuck these guys in particular." It's time. It's time to bully them. It's time to bully. So them. So he bullies them relentlessly, and then we get some deep Jin Zixuan lore, which I really like. Yeah. He grew up having been cupped within the palms of his parents. He had never undergone such humiliation before. If not for how the other disciples of the Lanling Jin sect stopped him and the fact that Wen Lu wasn't easy to deal with, he would have willingly killed himself along with Wen Chao on the first day. <laughs> Taking your ass down with me. Fuck this guy. And I will say, <laughs> like, Shinsi <laughs> Xuan is great. He's so good. But, frankly, this outcome would have been a net gain <laughs> if we're thinking long run you're kind of right i mean Jin Liang wouldn't be around yeah but we would ray we wouldn't have had jujua jujua <laughs> that's true that's precious to me um jujua is so important to me jujua but uh, I just really like this. He's this. He's just he's spoiled and he's mad and he doesn't know what to do and he's just like, ooh, he wants to kill this guy so fucking bad. He's ooh. so mad. He's so mad. But um, it's like, how dare he talk down to me like this? How dare this bitch? Meanwhile, Lan Wangji <laughs> has ascended. Yeah, Lan Wangji's fucking. Lan Wangji is having an out of Bobby experience. He's literally out of here, dude. <laughs> his soul had already risen out of his body. Lan Wangji has become floating poo gif. Yeah. <laughs> and then Wei Wuxian is just like nothing I ain't heard before. Um. So then, uh, everybody, everybody's. It's time to go for a little hike. We're going to Dust Creek Mountain. Yeah, there it is. And I mean, at Dust Creek Mountain, it's like. The, the the nature is just so intense, you know? It's a lot Sometimes of nature. Sometimes you go to a place and the nature is just way more... Nature. Robust. It's robust. It's way more robust than in other places. They can hear the little birds singing. They can hear the, the bugs chirping. They chirping. They chirping. They peeping. There's a beautiful river. 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 
<laughs> a beautiful river with some maple leaves and Jong Chong and Wei Wushan are shuffling along, kicking rocks and grumbling, <laughs> muttering cursing, insults. cursing the one sec, muttering insults. I'm just in love with how th- this very simple but effective mental image. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Out to in me. the beauty of nature talking some shit about <laughs> Look at this bitch. Yeah. And so he Wei Wushan can't help it. He peeks at he peeks at Long Wangji again. And he's he's kind of kept himself away because like Lan Wangji kind of looks like he doesn't want to deal with it. He turns mm-hmm. he turns kind of away whenever him and Zhang Chong roll up. And Zhang Chong like he'd also told him, you yeah. know? And he's gotta listen to yeah. he's gotta listen to Zhang Chong. There were many times when Wei Wushan wanted to approach him and annoy him. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's looking at Lan Wangji and he's noticing like he's really favoring his left foot foot yeah he's kind of limping a little bit and so he kind of realizes oh no is he hurt so he he can't help himself he can't help he himself. can't help himself sorry i gotta annoy him for the team for the sake of curiosity he's like hey what happened to your leg like oh god i'm just like jong chung jong chung this is not your fault okay you did literally everything you possibly could to prevent this. You did your part. You you just you just can't tie down the tide. You, you know? can't. You can't hold you can't hold the force of annoying. Wei Wushan is like if at the end of Madoka, instead of becoming the concept of hope, he became the concept of annoying. Yeah. That's him. You just, you can't fight that. Yeah, and that's that's literally where the chapter ends, with him initiating annoying mode. Yeah, him, yeah, he, he bursts into annoying mode. And that's where the chapter ends, and next time it's going to be chapter 52, which is Courage Part 2. Almost. Schwanwutan. Almost. It's almost Schwanwutan. It's almost Schwanwutan. Uh, do you want to go to the Google Translate Essence Collection real quick? Let's hit the Google Translate Essence Collection. I feel like it's more appropriate this chapter than ever. It is. Because, um, not only did we get the actual introduction of the Wensect Essence Collection in the novel, we also got, uh, good old Wen Chad, who (laughs) I'm laughing about always. So I found some excerpts that involve him, because I have fun with him. Yeah, we do have have fun fun with the chow. (laughs) So this first one is from Russian. And this is a very f- short fic in Wen Chao's POV of him just taking Jin Zhuan's sh- sword from him. <laughs> so here we go with this first one. All right. Yi Jin Zhuan. The arrogant asshole knows this for sure. Knows, and uses his privilege to dare in the face. However, what is surprising? He was accustomed to his special position and rights from birth. At home, probably. They just didn't blow in his ass. (laughs) Cleverly! (laughs) Cleverly! Oh my god! (laughs) They they just didn't blow in his ass. They didn't blow in his ass, it's fine! (laughs) At home, probably. probably. I love the probably. That's probably my favorite part. Probably. Probably. <laughs> but, um, so this next one is from Malaysian. Oh, fun! We've actually had a selection from this fic before, uh, okay. like a million years ago, but this is a high school AU, and there's like, there's like a pep rally or a parade or something happening, and I think, 
I think what's happening here, because this is, I don't know what Google Translate thinks this is. Uh, <laughs> I think Wang Lingzhou is getting compared to Wen Qing or something, and Wen Chao doesn't like it. Okay. Wen Chao, who heard someone curse her baby, in parentheses, ouch, kept turning towards the discordant voices. Indeed, ask their punter. But before he had time to do anything, strong cheers rang out. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> I really like that because it's an ouch the thing that is on the fucking Chad yes! shirt. It's so good! It's literally ouch with like an exclamation uh, point. He's wet <laughs> He's went Chad to me. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. Don't you dare. You better not curse my baby. You better not curse my baby. <laughs> oh, um, hex your ass. Hex your ass. So this next one, uh, and this is the last, like, official one. Yeah. This one's from Chinese. This one's a Venom AU. Okay. Uh, so Symbiote Weiwishan or whatever just attacked Wen Chao, like, while he was doing Wen Chao shit. <laughs> wow i love the concept of a venom au <laughs> what the fuck is it wang shan yeah yeah dude the, wow okay sorry this is the fucking godmother <laughs> fuck you who are you Wen Chao picked up the Swiss army knife that fell on the ground, and the wilting power rose again you dare to hit me do you be a hero Believe it or not, I killed me before the police came you. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck. You, who are you? <laughs> you, who are you? <laughs> Fuck. You, who are you? Assorted cheese hell. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking godmother. This is the fucking what godmother. What do you think this is? The fucking godmother? <laughs> You think this is the fucking godmother? The fucking godmother. Uh, oh, wow. That's the next hashtag female empowerment oh female remake. Don't speak it into existence. The godmother. Jesus. Watch it. Watch it happen. It's going to star Meryl Streep. God. Uh, so this last thing is just, this has nothing to do with anything. It's from Turkish. I found it while I was looking for actual things. Uh, I just need you to read this in Lan Wangji voice. Okay. Alcohol is prohibited in the cloud bucket. <laughs> the wow. Cloud bucket. The clown bucket. <laughs> I fucking love that. I really... <laughs> Thank you, Turkish language. Thank you, the Turk. <laughs> do you want to do some questions? Yeah, we'll do a couple questions. Yeah, so we got questions, and if you have some questions, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask, or via Twitter, at cloudrecess, just one pod. It's very good. It's very good. All right, so let's get a Tumblr first for once. Yeah, let's hit Tumblr up first. Yeah. Um, technically, the question is from Anonymous, but they're actually heir to Athens, one of our chief cultivators. Um, and they say, sure is a shame MXTX doesn't like women. Mm -hmm. We see that Mian Mian gets out alive with a cute life as a rogue cultivator with a daughter and husband. If the other women had escaped her plot-driven femicide, <laughs> true, what do you think they would be doing 13 years later? Would love some thoughts for Wen Ching, Chinsu, and Ah Ching. They're all lesbians. They're all lesbians, first of all. First of, first, um, first of, 
First of all, they're all lesbians. They live in a commune together. <laughs> um, I think if Wenching had been allowed to survive by MXTX, because God, you're so right. She just really does not like women. She doesn't want them around. <laughs> she does not want them around. <laughs> she does not want to have to deal with them. Uh, and that makes me really sad. Yeah. Uh, but Wenching, I think if she had escaped her fate, she would definitely still be doing medicine for somebody. You know? I really like the idea of Wenching, like, uh, leading the, like, a reformed Wen sect that's, like, focused on, uh, like, me- medicinal cultivation. Oh, I love that. You know? Wow, I really like that. Sect leader Wen Ching. Sect leader Wen Ching, as it turns out. That's what I want. That's incredible. I love that for her. Please. Um, Chinsu get divorced, please. Chinsu get divorced. <laughs> Chinsu uh, celebrate her husband's death. Her ex-husband's yeah. ex-husband's <laughs> death. Um, My, to me, to me, mm-hmm. ideally. That never would have happened in the first place. Yes. But we're asking about 13 years later, unfortunately. Um, yeah, if if Chinsu had escaped her fate. Yeah. Which was a band I listened to a lot <laughs> in the ninth grade. <laughs> you know what? I would like to think that she's like outliving her life somewhere. Yeah. In peace. Yeah. I want out her- of the gene sect. I wish we had learned more about her. Yeah. You know? And if she, you know, if she wants to stick around and just live live the life that she's accustomed to, hopefully she just, you know, ends up with somebody who can treat her right. And please. That's please. all she deserves. I mean, not all she deserves. That's the least of what she deserves. Yeah. You know, someone who can treat her right. I just want her to have really a good life. Her. Yeah. Please, God. Please, God. Jesus Christmas. Um. Ah, How old would she be? She'd be probably like. 20s? Uh, yeah, early mid-20s. Yeah, early mid-20s. I'd like to think that she... I would like to see found, her... Found some way to join a cultivation sect <laughs> and form her golden core and become a cool rogue cultivator or something later on. Either that or I hope she, like... I think a thing that would be cool is if, like... Because, like, there there is, like, a slight genetic component to being a cultivator. Right. So if she isn't able to become a cultivator, I would hope that she at least finds some way to just, like, at least defend herself. Maybe she takes up just, like, you know, she becomes, like, a D&D monk. Yeah! <laughs> I just, love that for her! What if she just became, like, an ancient Chinese vampire times luchadora she became, or something? She became Toph, but she <laughs> can see. Yeah! Ooh, that'd be sick as fuck. It'd be really cool to me. Let Aching be tough. Let Aching be tough, the as fuck? it turns out. Like, the fuck? We love it. We love it. Damn. For Zhang Yanli, I just I just want to see her alive, man. Even if Jin Zishuan had died, I think Jin Yang deserved... Him mom. Oh, yeah, he deserved him mom. Yeah. Zhang Chung deserved his sister. Wei yeah. Shan deserved her, too. Mm-hmm. Everybody and she, she deserved to become more than what she was relegated to in the text, mm-hmm. in my onion. There was a lot of potential to do some really interesting things with her, and it didn't really get met. Yep. But, but oh well. But oh well. 
I want to see her, like, owning a restaurant or some shit. That'd yeah. be so cool. I Like, I just want to see her... Like, same, same shit with Chinsu. I just want to see her being happy. I want to yes. see her doing the shit that makes her happy. And if that consists of making soup and being mom... Have at it, girl. Yeah! Make that damn soup! Make that damn Do soup! It. Soup time! Soup time, motherfucker. Soup time. Um, Madam Yu would definitely still just be making everybody's lives hell. <laughs> I think Zhang Chung would be uh, a lot less of a hellion. But also, we wouldn't get sec leader rude boy Sandu Shung Shou Zhang Wan Yin if yeah. she were alive. yeah. And honestly, I'm going to be real, out of all of the female characters, I think she was uh, sacrificed to plot-driven femicide the least. Because it wasn't just her that yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely was not just her. Yeah, so I think I think Ooh. we can we can write her off. Yeah. At, you know, as much as her character is very interesting to me, she was... Yeah. Hmm. I, th- I think I think, yeah. I think I think might be, might have been cool as if, like, if like if she had survived, yeah. Uh, if she just like embraced, because we saw her in this in this chapter, like she doesn't like being at the Lotus Pier. She doesn't like fucking around with the Jong sect. Just go back to the Mason. Yeah, just go back to Mason. Fucked off. Said said hey. you know what? Bad enough of this. I don't need this anymore. Achung. If you want to come it. with, yeah. If you want to come with, come with. Ali, if you want to come with, come with. But I gotta do me. I love you. I gotta do me. I'm taking my Come two best mom bitches, you want. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, and like maybe maybe not right away because she's got kids who are like you know heavily traumatized. Yeah, that whole thing. But you know, eventually, when she's getting her life, she'd fuck off. She'd fuck off. She'd fuck off. She has that right. So I think that I think that covers the important lady characters, right? Yeah. Except yeah. for Lon John's mom. Yeah, that's a whole. <laughs> we'll get God there. Almighty. Let's not open that. We're fucking... not gonna. We're not gonna bust open that can of worms. Mm-mm. No, we're not busting that pinata open tonight. So we'll move on to the next question. It said, "Thank you, Air to Athens. Thank you. You're a real one." Thing. Tumblr user Oat Plant said, "Who among the Sunshot Generation parents slash guardians do you think is the least worst?" Launchy Ren. Launchy Ren actually rules. He's good. He doesn't get anywhere near enough credit. He doesn't get... He gets fucking... He gets so much hate from the fandom, and I don't understand it. It's like, okay, yeah, he's got a stick up his ass. He's not... Every time somebody writes him as being homophobic or whatever, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's, that was not the point! Not about it! That was not the point of Lon Chi Ren! He's not... He isn't homophobic. No! He's a lot of things. But the reason he doesn't want his nephew fucking around with Wei Wushan isn't because Wei Wushan is a boy. It's because he's the twink who invented necromancy. He's a demon. He's a... It's because he's a demon who cursed Lon Wangji's dick. <laughs> It's not because he's a man. It's he's a because he's, he's not even a man. He's a nuisance. He's <laughs> His gender is a nuisance. Yeah. Fucking Lunchyren. Lunchyren. Okay. This man, we said we weren't going to open the whole shit with the lawn parents, and Lord. I'm not about to do that. But if anybody has a deeper insight into that whole mess than Lunchyren, point me them. But he saw all that go down, and he saw these two little boys who were ostensibly a product of that. Not going to touch on that quite yet. Lord. And he said, fine. Sure. I'll raise him. And he did it. 
And they're good boys. They're extremely good boys. They're the goodest boys in the entire cultivation sect. The fuck? They're so good. And, like, I just, I just, look. He wants what's best for them. He's trying his damnedest. Man never wanted to fuck. He didn't fuck. He never Ended up with fucked. kids anyway. Man wanted he to just... Never man wanted to teach and live his damn life. Lan Chi Ren, we stand Lan Chi Ren in this house. In this house, we give him credit. We like him. We like him. He's fine. We like Lan Chi Ren. I'm sorry about it. Sorry about it, but he's good. Get off my dick about it. Anyway. Thank you, Oat Plant. Thank you, Oat Plant. Getting off my soapbox now. Next question from Tumblr. With everyone, it's from uh, an anonymous friend. With everyone at the world's worst summer camp, I have to ask, what's your worst summer camp memory slash story or school trip? Whichever you'd prefer to answer. <laughs> so I never went to summer camp. I went to a hippie Christian summer camp. <laughs> they had chapels set up in different spots on hiking trails. Oh, my God. Um, it actually was not that bad. Uh, I can- I'm trying to think of the worst thing from it. I can tell you oh, about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a thing that happened to me, but a thing that I did that was actually the worst. <laughs> oh so boy. in the cabins, they were all like A-frame cabins that were kind of like half open on either end, whatever. And in, on the insides, there was like people, like campers and shit, had like painted on them, mm-hmm. like encouraging words and whatever. It didn't necessarily have to be Christian; just could be whatever. And it, there was like there was like graffiti and shit all over the walls. Like it was a Christian camp, so mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't that bad. And they like washed off all of the bad shit. But my stupid ass <laughs> seventh grade um, wrote Did like you write some Inuyasha shit. No, no, Inuyasha was fourth and fifth grade. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Obviously. <laughs> You need to get my deep foul and long timeline correct. Seventh grade was when it was the year after Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows had came out and I was still balls deep in it. And there was was one scene towards the end of the book. I was a very big fan of of Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy (laughs) in in a relationship romantically together. And there was a part in like one of the last chapters in the final book where he like saved him or whatever. And it was a lot. And I had the Deathly Hallows book like physically with me because I had brought it. And I wrote down the specific line where he like saved and like Draco like clung to him or something while he was on the broom. It's very fuzzy. I'm not proud of it, but that was definitely the worst thing that I ever experienced at summer camp <laughs> uh, proactively. I mean, retroactively. Which one? Something actively. Dreyeractively. God! Uh, I know my worst my worst school trip, because I never went to summer camp, like I said, but my worst school trip memory was, I might have told this on the show before, but I don't remember. Uh, when I was five, I think, we went to the, like, farm. And it's the same farm where we have, like, a haunted hayride and shit around Halloween and everything. Oh, yeah. And you go and get pumpkins and whatever. But we went there... And they just kind of had, like, chickens and shit just kind of vibing, walking around. And there was a rooster that just, like, I ended up in, like, like a a fucking western face-off with this rooster. 
I remember just like standing in the middle of this barn and it's like directly in front of me staring at me and I'm five and I'm directly staring at it. And then it ran up and just sliced me across the chest with its chicken talons. Oh my God. It's, it's large talons. It's large talons. And it sliced me. It sliced my shirt up and I was bleeding and I had to go home. Oh no. <laughs> it wasn't good. It sucked. So that was bad. Poor dogs. I still poor think baby, I, poor baby bunny. <laughs> I think I'd still take that over going to fascism camp, but I mean, that's oh just me. Oh my god. Anyway. Woo! Next Anonymous. question. I'm reading the first line. Yeah. And it's already a doozy. Next I question mean, is, who, yes? I mean, we've already answered this one, but let's let's go ahead. We have, we have. Um, next question is from an anonymous friend once more. Not to be a filthy homestuck on Maine. Here we go. But homestuck AU... Who plays the game? Who gets thrown into sprites? What class specs? What race do they create in the new universe? I can only picture some technicolor monstrosity, maybe called fairies in reference to the cultivation setting, like who would find Wei Wuxian's excessive trolling of Lanjan and shenanigans to be high-key the most romantic thing ever. Oh my god. Feel free Genie. to ignore this if this is too off-brand. I just finished rereading the comic in quarantine, and I'm still recovering my sanity. Honestly, good on you for finishing a reread of that comic. That's a task. Yeah, that really is. Um, this but, is a lot to tackle. Yeah, but the thing is, we have answered the Homestuck, like, the, the, the greater part of the Homestuck question. Uh, I think twice we've talked about Homestuck questions. So uh, go through the archives. It's somewhere in there. We've talked about classics and all that. I know Jingy is the one who thinks the trolling is romantic. That just oh, yeah. goes without saying. I like the fairy thing. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the fairy sprite, by the way, fairy, the dog of dog. Holy shit. The dog of the dog of the dog. Dog of the dog fairy. (laughs) Jin Leong fairy sprite. Wow. That's actually kind of morbid. Uh, Well, (laughs) but yeah, I think, uh, we answered the homestuck question a few episodes ago. I want to say it wasn't too long ago. I think we talked, yeah, one of the times we talked about it was a few weeks ago, and then one of the other times we talked about it was on, like, one of the first few episodes. I think somewhere in the first ten. Yeah, because, you know, we used to be about that shit. Yeah. So we we do talk about it a little bit. (sighs) Sometimes we're all filthy homestucks. It's just the, the, it's just the shit of it, but (laughs) Woo! Yeah, it is a... So for a period of time there, I think we were all homestuck. Yeah, we have all gone through We are all homestuck. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Anonymous. This is our last anonymous question on Next, Tumblr. Yes. Next uh, final question on the Tumblr is from our final anonymous friend. They asked, hello. Hi. I was recently reading through some MXTX interviews, and she once mentioned she originally was going to write Song's partner, but never got around to including them in the novel. So my question is, what kind of partner do you think Song has? Love the podcast. I look forward to it each episode. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, uh, God. Huge. Yeah, big. Very large. Big. Like a retainer kind of guy, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 Like, like he, he tries to be cute about it, like, this is my retainer. God. But you know the only thing he retains is the gape of his hole. Stop it! Thank you! Why do you have to pollute everybody's timelines with the things like this <laughs> Do you have a... I'm sorry <laughs> about it! You're right, but I don't have to enjoy it. <laughs> 
I mean, I do enjoy it, but... He retains the gape. God. I'm sorry to say it, but someone had to. Um, Let's move on yeah. to the Twitter. Let's move on to the Twitter. I'm sorry, Anonymous. <laughs> I'm sorry, but let's go to Twitter. So our Twitter friends, we have several Twitter friends this week. Palette Thank you, everybody. First question is from the one, the only, Jove at Ask Jovery. Hello. They Ellie. ask, if this was an Animorphs AU, what do you think everyone's preferred animal shape would be? The winds are yerks. That's just how it be. I guess Wen Ching and Wen Yang are like good ones. This is another one we've answered, and I remember this because we talked about Animorphs on the episode that Funny Tiggy Sarah was yeah, on. Yeah, Funny Tiggy Sarah, who has... Go, yeah, who go has, listen to the Wonder Yerks on noisebase.xyz it's, podcast It's network. an Animorphs podcast. Yeah. It's incredible because everything that Sarah produces is incredible. Because Sarah Funny. Sarah Funny and good. I don't know what else to say. What do you want from me? And speaking of Sarah products... I'm me Roy am going to be on fear baiting next week as a Yay. part of yeah as a part of Schlocktober. We're going to be talking about Gremlins 2 the new batch. Yay! <laughs> Horrific! Yay! It rules. Yeah, but yeah, I, I that was yeah, whichever episode that Sarah was on, go look for that. I'm pretty sure we talked about Animorphs. 99% sure. 99% sure. Which yeah, is good it was a uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question is from Elvier at Eruviru. Eruviru. Uh, I saw a video of a JC cosplayer ironing little jean clothes. <laughs> so my question is, if these characters can each be good at one, one, one household task only and mess up every other task they attempt, oh what God. would it be? Oh, what a good question. Okay, who who which which characters did we deal with in this chapter? JC, I really like him being good at ironing. He's great at ironing. He's I'll a laundry you, boy. I think. He's a he's a laundry boy. I, yeah. I too am a laundry boy. Yeah. There's I've always been yeah. laundry boys. The problem is in our relationship, we're both laundry boys. Yeah. See, my theory Primarily. my my theory for a really long time has been that you're either a laundry boy or a dish boy. And when you're a laundry boy, you're good at doing the laundry, you're fine at it, you like to do it, cool. Perfectly acceptable chore. But you fucking refuse to do the dishes, it's nasty and you hate it. On the other hand, same shit but reverse if right. you're a dish boy. Neither of us are dish boys. No. Neither is JC. And I think he and Huai he and Song would have the same problem. Yes. They're both laundry boys. Except Huai Song is not a laundry boy either. Huai Song is a Nothing sit on boy. the couch and doodle boy. <laughs> Sit on the couch and drink, boy. <laughs> uh, Sit on the porch with my little fruity drink, boy. Wei Wushan is... Wei Wushan being good at a cleaning thing? <laughs> He's got... I definitely... I think he could be... I think he could be a dish boy. He's, he has no problem with yeah, really could, getting into the nasty dirty. shit. Yeah. I'll tell you, my, my soul, my spirit is telling me that Lan Wangji is really, really good at vacuuming. Yeah. And, like, cleaning up, like, clutter and shit. I mean, dustproof. He's fucking dustproof. Dustless. Hello? It's it's simple science and it's math. just facts and math. It's what facts and logic. Yeah, it's facts and logic. Destroyed with facts and logic. Owned with facts and logic. Um, 
Jinsei Schwan is like that 50 Cent tweet where he's talking about his grandma making him take the uh, uh, take the trash out. He has a maid. Fuck he this up, Rich. I'm gonna do this. No, he's got a maid. It doesn't fucking matter. Jesus. He has no idea how to do any chore. He doesn't. He learns all of them when he gets together with Yanli, but before that, he did. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, she literally has to teach him how to do laundry. And yeah. when the boys hear that, they're like, ma'am? <laughs> Uh, m- uh, m- ma'am, R- dump him, <laughs> dump his ass. Oh, God, kick his ass to the curb. Remember how Shichen doesn't know how to do laundry canonically? Yes. Remember God. how that's the funniest shit in the world to me? I fucking love it. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Next up, this we've is got good. we've got we've got an anecdote from a reader from a reader. Oh my God. I guess <laughs> they're technically a reader because yeah. they read Moto. Um, a listener from Sweden. Yeah. Welcome, thank you. Uh, there at is at Immortal Donkey. Lil Apple. Lil Apple says, So I'm new here and I want to say that your content is good and it warms my gay little heart. <laughs> thank you so much. Last episode, you talked about mascots, and I just need to tell you all this. So take a seat, folks, and get ready for a revelation ice cream emoji. Can't wait. So I'm Swedish, and the ice cream market here is ruled by GB Glass, which is part of the Cornetto Extended Universe. <laughs> In parentheses, the lore is very deep. Deep Cornetto And GB Glass has a mascot. He is called the GB Man, <laughs> but his actual name is Klovva. He is married and has a son, and he is a freaking clown. Oh, my God. The wedding ceremony was held in an amusement park with a bunny mascot as best no. man. It was called the ice creamiest wedding of the year. <laughs> Cornetto launched an ice cream for the occasion. Cornetto freestyle, the wedding cone. Oh my God. Moral of the story, Cornetto clownery confirmed. Holy shit. Sweden ruled. <laughs> imagine creating, imagine just like creating an entire other like set of mascots for an ice cream company because you want to make him heterosexual and canonically <laughs> fuck. That's all this is. There's a little clown child with this a little clown claws. I, wow. Thank you for telling us this. I hate it, but like, thank you so much. GB Love is in the man. air. Oh my God. It's got caramel in it. They, there's God, there's it pictures. it so and good I, though. Know, every time I see an image of a Cornetto, I, I boy do I wish I I immediately want to deep throat it. Stop! Shove it, put it in there. God. God. All right, I'm we sorry. Have, no, you're good. We have one last question. One last that question? came in through our DMs, slid into our oh, DMs. Oh, Colin. Oh, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can, you, can you say it or do you want Colin, me to do it? Colin says. Colin says. Chief cultivator of the show, Colin. Chief cultivator of the show, Colin at Pagetish says, hey. Which MDZS is most likely to buy Wei Wushan a smoothie after doing three big yoinks? Who's most likely to do a he yoinky after one bad gloop? Wei Wushan because he's the only one who listens to that song. I hate this. He buys, he buys himself a smoothie. Three, three big yoinks. And I buy me a smoothie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. I actually, you know what? Yeah. This man is independent. He buys his own smoothies. You got to find that song. Please make that our outro because if I don't hear it one more time yeah, before yeah. the week is out, I will have a fit. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Three big no and she do what a yoinky. Born up a gloop. That's a gloop and a spurgy. Born up a gloop. That's a gloop and a spurgy. I, what the fuck else do you want from me? 
<laughs> out here splurging. Out here splurging. Three more yoinks. Then I buy me a smoothie. Then I buy me a smoothie? Two big splurgs and a big ass gloopy. Poured up a gloop? That's a gloop and a splurgy? Damn. Both? A, gl- a gloop and a spurgy? Two of them? Are you telling me she do what I yoinky? I we think, gotta get. We gotta stop. I think she might do what I yoinky. She might do what I yoinky, folks. That was folks. it for our questions. <laughs> they were a great set of questions. Thank you so much. We yoinky a Patreon. We yoinky the Patreon, and if you give us three splurgs and buy us a smoothie, <laughs> you'll get some cool stuff. You'll get some yoinky. Um, <laughs> if you go to Patreon.com/slash/podresources and give us one dollar of yoinky a month. You can be a disciple of the show and get access to all of our Patreon-exclusive gloopies, plus a special role in our Discord. For $5 a month, you can be a sec leader of the show and get that plus a more special role in our Discord channel and a little thank you, big-ass gloopy, uh, on the show. Don't ever call anything related to me a gloopy again. No. Uh, I will duel you to, <laughs> duel you to the death over a goddamn gloopy. Do it. She do what I yoinky! <laughs> Plus, at the start of every month, you get a little doodle. <laughs> you get a little doodle. You get We're a little, little behind on the doodles. Yeah, you get, you get a little yoinky. And for $10 a month, you can be a chief cultivator of the Pod Recesses world and get all of that. And an even more special role in our Discord. And you can listen in when we record our episodes. I forgot to do that this time. Oops. Oh, shit. Whoops. Uh, we had to split this recording session into two parts anyway, so... Yeah. Sorry. Um, that does include She's and Good iPad. Yes. Which we need to record. It does. We will record She's and Good iPad uh, presently. Soon. Soon. And our donors get to vote every month on which charity we'll donate some of our money to. Very nice. It's good. Shout out. Let's give one. Let's give some shout outs to our patrons. Yeah, to our $5 sec leaders, Lenny W., Carrie, Lena, Rachel W., Audrey F., Corin, name redacted, and 420 <laughs> sec leader, Sarah. Thank you for supporting us so much. And also, a big old $10 chief cultivator thank you to our chief cultivators of the show, Scout, Colin, Stefaniku, and Erta Athens. Thank you guys so much for your support. We appreciate you. We poured up a big old thank you. And we're also pouring up for noisespace.xyz for yeah for being that network that we podcast on. Yeah, thank you Sec Leader Matt for allowing us on the network and a double big thank you to Sec Leader Matt for allowing Roy's new project. No, no Roy's Nona new project. Nona Roy's Nona Roy's Nona Roy's Nightmare Nera, which is a podcast that should be up uh the first episode should be up by the time I put this episode up. Uh, it's a podcast where we look at, uh, creepypasta. Me and a guest every other week. It's every other week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look at some creepypasta. This first episode, we have Sam of Jurgenit, and we're talking about Jeff the Killer. Wow, creepy. Spocky. But there's also a lot of other podcasts. Speaking of Sam, Jurgenit just had their 150th and final episode. And uh, coming soon in that in the place of that is Kyle X Y, where they're watching Why Kyle X Y, <laughs> Kyle X Y, Kyle X Y. 
All I remember about that show was he like, I don't remember anything about that show. I think I'm confusing it with Smallville, which is a really weird show to confuse anything with because that's just fucking Superman. The only thing anybody knows about Kyle XY, and this is confirmed. No Belly Button Man. Yeah, No Belly Button Man. No Belly Button Man. Man of No Belly Button. Man of No Belly Button. Yeah, that's the only thing anybody knows about it. So I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Well, they're very, very good at sifting through absolute drivel. And finding comedy gold, so yeah. I think it's I think it's really going to be a banger. Yep. Once again, happy hand boning prospector about it. Happy hand boning prospector about it. Once again, check out the Wonder Yerks. <clears throat> yeah, check out the Wonder Yerks. If out- you're if you're a fan of the Animorphs, yeah, check out Fear Baiting. They're doing Schlocktober this month, so they're looking at really bad horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's actually really good. Hell yes, and check out the uh, uh, second newest, I guess, after mine. Uh, Second newest podcast on Noise Space, Live Free Twi Hard. Yeah. We're watching the Twilight movies. <laughs> yes! What a good ass title. Live Free Twi Hard fucking rules. Check out uh, Pot of Greed also if you want to get your Yu Gi Oh! fill because they just uh, finished the Duel Monsters. The arc. OG. The OG. Incredible. Congratulations. Lots of big milestones on NoiseSpace.exe. Yeah, absolutely. They're fucking, they're fucking making numbers. On a there. damn roll. Absolutely. Hell yes. But yeah, once again. My name is Roy, also known as Nana Roy. I'm on Twitter at, I have a new at, I'm on Twitter at underscore Bnui underscore. B-N-U-U-Y. B-N-U-U-Y. And As also, is the correct spelling. That's how you spell it. And also at Yeeling Hype Beast, which is my Modow side blog, where I've been posting a tiny bit, but not a whole lot. Whatever, you it's know. content. Yeah. And I'm Fallon. You can find me on Twitter at America's Burden. Yeah. And that's it. That's I it. am locked right now, but if you want to follow me, their requests are fine. Yeah. And you can find the us of the pod recesses at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash cloudrecesspod, just one recess. Just the one. Yep. Uh, like, rate, comment, subscribe, hit that bell, YouTube. Do the... We appreciate Call it. Call to action. Call to action. Thank God. You know... And if you're 18 or older, you can feel free to join our Discord. The link is, as always, in the description. We love to hear from our gang. We love to open up our doors to the squad. We love to open up the server and see some heinous shit every goddamn day of our lives. Yeah, it's really good. But once again... (laughs) 18 and up. 18 and up, please. Grown-ups only. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. But, hey, Ray. Yes, Roy. Do you know what we say at the end of every episode? Um, is it Semper Bunny? It's Semper Bunny. Semper Bunny, folks. Semper you are all my nephews now. Devil has been solved. Semper Bunny. Well, that loop and she do what I yoink Two big slugs and a big ass gloopy. Three more yoinks and I buy me a smoothie. Word up, up loop, that's a gloop and a splurgy.